This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're answering questions that are difficult about children from the Old Testament. So here's our question for today, Michael. Why would God command Moses to destroy all, that's the key word, all the Midianite women and children in Numbers 31? Can we talk about something first? Sure we can. Almost our entire audience have converted to Christ. You're kidding. You want to know how I know that? How do you know that? So we do measure metrics and stats. We shared some of that yesterday. Mm -hmm. But there's a metric. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. That I think is hilarious. I I mean... I I have no no category for this. It really... Okay, audience. I can be sarcastic and I can tease... Big goofball, you know, I'm the type B, Tim's the type A apparently, right? (laughs) But what I'm about to tell you is certifiably measurable. It Uh, is measurable. It is without a doubt, you cannot argue with the facts. So here's what happens, right? When you you get on your phone to listen to um, the podcast or anything, right? Uh, All of these companies are piggybacking and measuring and all this information is accessible. So we can tell you how many women versus men, their age, their demographics, everything else about who listens to the Village Church Q&A podcast. And by the way, this is uh, how really, really... um, you know, multi-billion dollar companies target at, you know, they know who's, they know who does what, who buys what, et cetera. So we are able to tell you how many Android devices versus iPhone devices or, or Apple devices Apple are mm-hmm. accessing on the mobile platform. So on the mobile platform in 2016, uh, only, uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. I know what you're going to share. All right. So Android phones, we're responsible for 1.15% of the listeners. So why do our Android listeners not like us? I don't know. So, all right, Matt, that was 2016. Yeah. 2017, the number went up, okay? So we still, yeah. right? So we conversion, up, are, we need yeah. more people to get converted here, okay? Yeah. So uh, in 2017, uh, Android users... Uh, and Windows, actually, it's Android slash Windows, Windows, but nobody yeah. uses Windows. That's ridiculous. Okay, so Android users <laughs> were 3.7% of our listening Still, audience. I'm going to ask the same question. Why do they not like us? What is what is it? Because that, they're not Christians. I mean, it's, is it's that what a, it is? Okay. <laughs> total joke. It that, is a that joke. One is. But the numbers, though, that's that's hilarious, actually. I mean, it, that's it a, is. So I can't say that if you're accessing this on a non-mobile platform, like your computer or whatever, I don't know. I Those metrics are someplace else and I don't have them in front of me. Yeah. But I, I found this this to be particularly delightfully hilarious. So I do think, though, that my my um, my jokes uh, uh-huh, to uh-huh, uh-huh. against Androids, they land well because Well, they must be driving those Android point, people away. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, we're just kidding, folks. We're just kidding. It's all right. It's all right. All right, so why would God command Moses to destroy all the Midianite women and children? Numbers 31. Let's let's clarify the question. Yeah, clarify the question because he didn't. And, and that the person continues and it says, how can you reconcile this with the Ten Commandments? And more importantly, how can we reconcile, you know, this story with all the other times where it seems that this is a direct contradiction yep. or in conflict with what people were called to do? Yep. Look, you know, a couple things. Number one, it's a little long, but listen to uh, whatever day this is, is Friday. Listen to Wednesday's podcast you know. on, what was the title of the podcast, Tim? Do you remember off the top of your head? 
yes, it was about how how is God, how do we justify that God allows children to be punished with their fathers in the Old Testament? Right. So one of the things that we had said is um, one of our objectives is not to get God off the hook. We're going right. to let God do what God does and be who God is, is. And then people can decide whether or not they will accept or reject him and place mm-hmm. their faith in Christ. But uh, off, off the bat, right? So listen to that, number one. Number two is the question is misleading because God never says to kill the children. No. Um, that's not in there. But it's not like it makes it much better because first, basically you kill all the men. Mm-hmm. Then you kill all the women who Your are mothers. married, yeah. uh, who are not virgins. But here, yeah. here's the deal: what people don't understand is uh, these tribal Canaanite uh, communities. I mean, the Midianites come from a combination of Ishmael and a few other people, and they lived on the fringes of the Canaanite, you know, world. These are pagan, child sacrificing, yes. vile beyond beyond what we can imagine with ISIS, right? multiply it, burning their firstborn children. Yes. I mean, so you, you just yeah, got to get in your their, brain. Yeah, their this religious practices would not only make us just absolutely appalled. Yeah, you would you would be pro-death penalty if yeah. you saw the things these people did. Yet we see that the influence that these Midianites and some of the other Canaanite tribes have on the Israelites throughout their history. Correct. Well, this, and they keep yeah. influencing Israel and taking Israel yep. to a bad place. Yep. There is which a, is away from God. A worldview for the Israelites that is like a magnet for them. And, and it's polytheistic, paganism, hypersexualized paganism. Yes. It is like a draw to them. Like every every person has a worldview that uniquely draws them, right? Well, in the ancient Near East, this was this was it. Okay. Yeah. So when these Midianites came in and they they these women particularly tempted the Israelite men yep. uh, with polytheistic, pagan, hypersexualized religion, and the Israelites just kind of bought into it, okay? Mm-hmm. God is like, okay, no, 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 no. no, no. We, me and Israel, yes. all right, we're in a covenant. We have stipulations in this covenant, and you will keep them. And uh, if you will, the Israelites sign the covenant, right? Yes. They, they, agree they agree to the terms of the covenant. And and God was really clear in terms of the t- terms of the covenant. But so it, what God does is is he plays the long game. Yes. Uh, he knows none of these Midianites will ever turn to trust in him. He knows that they are vile beyond anything. And he knows that for the sake of humanity, these people need to be wiped off the, wiped off the face of the planet. So what he does, though, is he takes um, all of the married women, because when you kill a married woman's husband, right, she's particularly angry. Uh, So what he does is is he leaves the kids and he leaves the virgins. And they basically take these people and they assimilate them into Egyptian culture because no longer can you have a pure Midianite if now these uh, virgin Midianites are marrying Israelite men. Yes. But if these women, um, we can say just inferentially, do not— um, trust in Yahweh, uh, they will be cast out. Yes. Right? So very simply, and, and here's the deal. We look at this like they're just normal people, like an innocent woman, right? These women were actually seducing the Israelite uh, men, absolutely. causing them to violate God's mm-hmm. laws in vile ways. People were dying because of this. Lord, I mean, it just messed everything up. And, you know, people get really upset because they want to point a finger and wag a finger at God because God would, would accuse people of genocide. Let me tell you this. You who get so upset with God for wiping these fa- people off the face of the planet, if you went back in time and you showed up on the steps of these people, they would kill you, burn oh, you alive, absolutely. and probably do terrible things to you sexually before they did it. Yeah. And uh, if you personally experienced the vileness of what these cultures were capable of— um, 
you you would see this differently. The, the problem is we are we are picturing them just like us. Yeah. And they're not just they're, like us. They're definitely not. We are the product of a Judeo-Christian ethic that is permeated into the very soul of our culture. Um we 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 don't even think things are plausible that they do. We would never even I mean, it's crazy. So you gotta get into your brain. These are not normal people. Right. And if God did say, here's why God would at times advocate the entire group of people being killed Mm -hmm. because he knows that all this people will do is rise up and antagonize his people and threaten them. And that's exactly what they did throughout the book of Judges. And even even in the time of Kings, we see the Midianites keep coming back. Thorn, thorn, thorn. They keep this uh, antagonistic pagan worship and they keep drawing Israel away Mm -hmm. because Israel did not completely obey what God had told them to do yep. here in this passage. Let's just play numerically. This is a, an ethical quandary I wouldn't put most people in, right? But mm-hmm. you're God, you can do this. So let's say you're God and you have your children, okay? And and again, the whole reason we have family is to give us a, an emotional, personal experience of sure. how God feels about his kids. Like, yes. but however so protective you are that. about your kids, God's times a billion, okay? So, so you have your family. Now you're God and there's this other family who wants to kill your family, yeah. okay? Uh, an intruder they comes your into your family home, they and they them. will do everything they can to draw your family away from you. Correct. This family comes into your home. What do you do? They're there to kill them. Mm-hmm. They're there to steal. They're there to take what's theirs. They're there to kill them. You in self-defense, likely as a dad, would take down the family that's in your family, whatever. Now, here's the deal though, right? If you're God, and here's what you know, if this family lives, uh, their generations will oh, hate oh, your yeah. family. Yes. And here's what I know if I'm God. Right now, a family of five could die. Or if I do nothing, tens, tens of, thousands of thousands will die. Yeah, And it's interesting because we say, God, how could you? But what God is actually doing is preventing future atrocities on levels that we we can't even imagine. Right. This is what's so interesting is that we keep saying, oh, I can't believe God you would do that because we want so badly to find a reason to reject God, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's an affront to our personal sovereignty. Fine. But um, what if God actually did the hard thing now to prevent Tens of thousands of people right. are dying later. That, that's what people don't always see, that um, God is a protective of his children. He is sovereign. He controls who lives and who dies. If right. you don't like that, we'll deal with it. But I think the bigger the bigger thing here is, is uh, God is playing the long game on everything. Sure. God's, God did not create humanity just to wind us up and let us go. God created humanity with the plan of redemption in mind. And his goal with the nation of Israel is to preserve a nation and a culture to cultivate a uh, uh, the Messiah. And so any threat to the nation of Israel in the Old Testament, um, God has to eradicate. Yes. Because catch this, the world was created with the plan of redemption already created. At the very beginning. Yes. So when God created the world, he didn't see sin and be like, oh no, we've got to fix this. What am I going to do? He knew what he was going to do. So the whole world, like the whole world pre-Jesus Christ, um, any threat to the people of God that threatened their extinction, God prevented that from happening. Right. That's it. And uh, this is why we also see God is a lot less protective of Israel after Christ because Israel fulfilled its greatest purpose, which was to, which is to bring us the in Messiah. the Messiah. Yep. And uh, it is interesting that within one generation after the Messiah, um, Israel not just occupied, but um, fundamentally was obliterated. I mean, yeah. Jerusalem was obliterated. And mm-hmm. we, haven't even, we haven't seen a resurgence until the last 50, 60 years. Right. 1947, I believe. But it's interesting how God's primary purpose for Israel was to bring us Jesus. Yeah. And so, of course, if this is, if you're God, 
And the whole point of creation is to culminate in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, okay? And then there's this people who are just going to be a constant nag and they are vile and they are just be, whatever. You're going to take out the threat to the reason you created yes, the matter. the very reason that yeah. he needed to keep Israel righteously pure or religiously pure so that they could bring in the Messiah, right. that the Messiah could be born through Israel. Yep. If you're looking at all of the Old Testament through the lens of the most important part is people, you're missing it. The most yes. important part is the plan God's of redemption. Plan. Yes. And uh, so all of these stories, everything in the Old Testament is here to put another piece of the building blocks into the plan of redemption and to show how that plan has has come to fruition through Jesus Christ. So I know that's not going to satisfy like all of our listeners, right. but we understand the that. theologically informed listener and reader of the Old Testament will not say, oh, that's not fair. The first thing they're going to say is, okay, God, how does this fit? How does this enhance or protect your plan of redemption? Mm -hmm. Because for God, the greatest good that he can accomplish is not the preservation of Midianite married women. Right. It, it is to preserve the plan of redemption. Yeah. That is it. Mm -hmm. And and we may not have a value for the plan of redemption like God does, but in God's economy, his greatest value is that I will, is his value. Right, which is why he loves the family, because family is a picture of this issue of redemption, why he loves marriage, why he loves the church. All of That's these right. are these essential core building blocks of the plan of redemption. Israel was an essential core building block. And um, so he's going to protect them. I know that sounds harsh on some level, but if you're going to empathize with a Christian and how they can still worship God when he would advocate the execution of married mm -hmm. Midianite women, it's because God knows really the long game. He knows. Yeah. And if you knew what you, he knew, you would do what he does. That's the, Every that is the hard reality. So I don't mean to be like too terse on this, but it is the reason. Yes. Yeah. So it, it is. Absolutely. Hope that helps a lot of well, please come back next time when we answer another question, which is a great one. Why does God do things that he tells us not to do? Mm -hmm.